Welcome, this is Reed Monahan and my co-host Jesse Fury broadcasting live, well live to us, from the Power of Change Shedquarters in Plattsburgh, Virginia. We're right here in the Blue Ridge Mountains, close by to Virginia Tech, and we are launching a new work we call the Gospel Underground today. Jesse, you excited? I'm excited, Reed. I'm <laughs> pretty excited. Too. I like being in the shed quarters. Yeah, Jesse's drinking by, you know, that thing that uh, Justin Timberlake advertised at the Super Bowl, those kind of drinks, antioxidant know, fusion drinks. I didn't know you Justin know Timberlake. He did. They did this bye, bye, bye. It's pretty lame, but we're glad you're with us today. Uh, today is more of an introduction episode. It's not going to be a, a typical show for us, but we do want to kind of give you an idea of what's coming, even though we don't know fully what's coming, do we? No, uh, so, no, we don't. So the two words that we've put together here, uh, gospel and underground, we are uh, both uh, believers, followers of Jesus, and so we are gospel people. Um, we're not underground, we're kind of overground here right now, but those two terms are kind of coming together with us for a couple reasons. First of all, gospel, I, Jesse uses this term that I really like that it's a lot of times kicked around called conciliar. Um, kind of a cool That's word. That's right. I use it all the time, yeah. Reed. <laughs> conciliar. <laughs> this is my conciliar uh, pack of children. Conciliar orthodoxy. Historic Christian faith, yet uh, kind of a humble posture. Tell us a little bit about that, Jesse. Yeah, that's right. Conciliar orthodoxy is this idea of uh, what it's what C.S. Lewis would have called mere Christianity. So yeah. what have what have all Christians believed for all time? You could you kind of trace that right down the middle and go back to look at the great councils. Hence, conciliar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. And yet we want to hold to robust. Biblical, Jesus-centered Christianity, but with a certain posture in the world. If anything, uh, the gospel underground, we hope, lives on the edges, uh, the borderlands is the word we're using, for the church, right, God's people, and culture, the world out there. And there's many cultural worlds swirling around all the time. We're using the term underground in a certain, certain way of being kind of outside of the center of things. We're in the middle of nowhere. We're pretty much established nobodies at this point, and we're happy, we're happy right, to know, to know the Lord and to serve serve uh, outside the centers of, you know, stuff that's dominated by, you know, celebrity personalities, publishers, gatekeepers. Cities. Cities. Yeah. We're not a city. Cities. We're not in a city right now. Um, we don't have a lot of money. You know, we're kind of uh, doing this. We, yeah. I mean, we'd like the money. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we're we're doing it from the kind of kind of an underground place, a, a kind of a grassroots movement that cares about deep faith, but also That's deep right. engagement with others who are far from God. And so, whether you're a Christian, non-Christian, your friends are Christians, non-Christians, whether you're from a different religious, a secular religion, or more a religion religion, we really want uh, you to listen in because I think the topics we'll discuss will be open to all of us as we kind of engage with uh, learning to turn off my uh, uh, alerts on my laptop up there. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that we realize is that times are changing. You know, the great prophet Bob Dylan did say that, but in reality, times are always changing. Uh, people, cultures are always moving, ideologies, religions, philosophies, mankind has created them over time. And what we don't want to see is kind of a, a panicked, hand-wringing, reactionary stance for the church in the world. Rather, We'd like to see a thoughtful engagement. So these are some of our goals for this podcast. We want to be interesting, right? I, I know Jesse's interesting. I'll do my best to contribute, but he's interesting. Uh, we want to be entertaining, right? We don't want to be boring and lame. We want to have fun together, so hopefully we'll keep that within bounds. And then we want to be helpful. Uh, we want to be helpful to friends 
out there who are thinking deeply about life and where our place in this universe and our relationship to one another. Because as a society, uh, we all need to learn, take a humble posture of civility, humility, uh, to learn to walk together well. And we do think the church has a positive role to play in that. So as we get started here, I wanted just to, uh, you guys to get to know us. And so uh, I want to just do a little simple interview with my friend, Jesse Fury. Jesse's my pastor. Yeah, it's good to be here. It's good to be here. It's good yeah. to be your pastor, too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a role that's needed in this world. Uh, we're, we're both members of Valley Bible Church here in the New River Valley in Southwest Virginia. Uh, and Jesse's last name, I've, I've taken an interest to, because I like to say it in a fun way. His name is Fury, uh, like the great Nick Fury of that uh, genre. And so, I don't know, any kids have jokes for you when you were yeah. middle school? About <laughs> you know, my, the kids did make fun of my name. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't a cool name. I love my name now. I think it's great. It's great. But you know, you know where they went is they went furry. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, lame. That, that that's, is a middle school move. That's hurtful. Yeah, yeah. Fu- yeah. Fury. Fury though. is a yeah. good name. It's yeah. solid. Yeah, the fun. But I didn't. I I got furry. Um, and uh, and you know, I got over it though. You got over. Yeah, it. I like my name now. You're the least furious guy I think I've met, and so I appreciate uh, your kind of balanced personality. It's uh, fun to be around. So I wanted to ask you a couple questions as we get kicking off. Where you live now? What are you doing? Uh, kids, family, those kind of things. Tell us a little about yourself here today. Yeah, my, so I live in Radford. It's even smaller than Blacksburg. I also have a shed quarter, so I direct the Bonhoeffer House. And, uh, you know, we, we actually just—so let me tell you what the Bonhoeffer House is. We are training future church planters through three distinctions, or three distinctives, uh, life together, uh, theological formation, and ministry apprenticeships. So we're, we're trying to follow Dietrich Bonhoeffer's model. That's bon- the name, Bonhoeffer House. Yeah, that's right. So, yep. so Bonho- D- Dietrich Bonhoeffer started these underground seminaries in uh, really in Nazi Germany. He was opposed to Hitler and opposed to the, the Nazi ideology. Yeah, he he and, jumped in. A pacifist wanted to take him down someday, right? Yeah, he, he actually he, of- he was part of the uh, one of the major um, attempts on Hitler's life. Yeah. And uh, ended up dying at a concentration camp. But we're following his model and, uh, and really trying to get guys in, in uh, apprenticing roles. And uh, we sent our first apprentice across state lines as far as uh, the United States. So we've got an apprentice in Canada. And, uh, and so I, I've begun to c- call myself the global director. Right, of global. The it's always House. better to be global. Yeah. So, um, so I live in Radford where the... We're the global headquarters of kind of like New York houses. City, kind of like New York City. Radford. It is yeah. not like that at all. <laughs> uh, I've been married to my wife Jenny for fourteen years. Wow. We met at Radford University, and um, uh, we 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 actually got connected into Crew Campus Crusade when it first started at Radford, which was our senior year, which. That's 2001. 2001, we started going to crew, joined staff, actually was on staff with crew for 10 years, all at Radford University. students on campus, Radford, yep. Yep, yeah, and then, uh, and then we, have, uh, we have three kids, Elijah, he's seven, he's crazy, uh, Evelyn, who we call Evie, she's six, and then uh, Silas, who is four, and then we have one on the way, and she was... A surprise. <laughs> Cheaper by the dozen. 
She was a surprise. So, so that's where that's what's happening right now, man. Yeah. And, and life is life is full, and life is fun, and it's really full. Well, I've I just really enjoy getting to know you. You're a true uh, gentleman. Jesse's also a scholar. He just was telling me a few minutes before we went on air how he's looking towards a PhD now in Australia. Hopefully, he'll even learn to speak uh, one of those cool dialects of English outside of our Americanese. But yeah, Jesse is training and mentoring the next generation of pastors, and I've watched him do so. It's been a pleasure. And so the Gospel Underground, we're, we're, we're using this language of living on the borderlands of church and culture, and Jesse will certainly be taking us uh, to the value of the local church, the local gospel communities. And I'll keep my eyes uh, kind of over the horizon, spying out the edges of culture as well. Yeah, I like your. I like the idea of borderlands. Yeah, the borderlands yeah. are always kind of fun. It's like... Uh, in ancient times, you know, the borders would be marked by a river or, hey, don't go past that forest because there's, you know, some bad guys over there. Many times borderlands are places of, of dispute, and certainly in a cultural context, there are sometimes are cultural disputes going on in a public sphere. We want to be a different kind of uh, presence, I guess, yeah. in, in the borderlands. Yeah, I like it. Maybe a little peaceful, maybe a little Jesus-oriented there with a posture of grace. And so... My background, I, I grew up in Virginia Beach. My dad's an ex-Irish Catholic atheist naval officer. That was kind of my home uh, growing up. And To so, be clear, though, he's still Irish. Yeah, he's still Irish. Yeah, he's not ex-Irish. Yeah, he's not ex-Irish. He does all the Irish things, if you can yeah, imagine. Irish gotcha. friends represent Celtic peoples. Um, he's still not uh, you know, a believer in God in any way, but he's, you know, my dad, I love him. So I I've grown over the years to have kind of a love for people outside of the church. I spent uh, the last eight years prior to this one planting churches in New Jersey. Love my New Jersey people. Um, so I love interacting with uh, non-believing thought, uh, people who are really wrestling with issues of life, God, who they are, uh, really outside the church. And so that's kind of hopefully uh, something we can speak to here on the underground as well. I currently run a ministry called Power of Change. Uh, we believe the power of change does lie with the power of God, and, and we're trying to come alongside local churches to impact and influence the coming generation in kind of post-Christian, post-Christendom Western culture. I was, you know, 20 years old studying physics on a wrestling scholarship at UNC Chapel Hill when somebody finally walked into my life and shared with me who Jesus was. And so uh, certainly people are coming up uh, in, in our culture with lots of questions, many times apart from the church, far from church. We'll talk about that probably in a future episode. Uh, but that's some of, some of my passions here. And so Jesse and I were talking uh, maybe months and months ago now about uh, his ministry with the Bonhoeffer House, my ministry with Power of Change, we're both serving uh, in the local church context. And we we mentioned podcasting and, you know, kind of lit up and got a little silly for a minute, jumped around. Uh, and, and then we started buying microphones and starting dreaming a little bit together. And uh, so yeah, once you bought the microphone, you're you're committed. <laughs> you were committed. You're, yeah. you're podcasting. Yeah, you have to do it. We got the setup. We got the rigs and we we were going to be on in. I've been listening to audio programming for a long time. Uh, audiobooks are my favorite music genre, followed by podcasts and, uh, and various areas of life. And so I, I listen to some uh, about sports I love, for instance, soccer, amateur wrestling two two greatest sports on earth uh football people you can send the email info at gospelunderground.org uh we we and my family like the real football and so i just love the medium of audio and being able to throw it on in the car working out cutting the grass whatever it might be and so always been a dream of mine to engage in this format 
together. The way we're going to do it, um, guys, we're going to have one episode a month that's kind of legit, hopefully doesn't suck too bad, a little bit meaty, uh, that'll be around a certain topic. And then hopefully in between on the weeks, on the off weeks, we'll have some random verbal riffing in between for some shorter productions and things like that. But once a month, we'll take a main topic together uh, and go in on that. And then we'll surround kind of this main topical discussion uh, with some segments, uh, which we think will be a lot of fun. For instance, where one of the segments uh, we'll have is going to call, we're going to call it uh, Take Them to Church. And so we do have a pastor in the room, and so uh, Jesse's going to take us to church uh, to, to share with us the value of the rhythms of a local gospel community. We even found some fun music for our Take Them to Church segment uh, yeah. that we'll roll it on. When I was a kid... Uh... My friend would bus me to church. I, 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 <laughs> you ride the bus. I, I, well, it was a it was his family's um, conversion van. You know oh, the big yeah. conversion van. Oh yeah. And I'd ride to church with him and his family each week. And his dad used to his dad used to while we were driving to church. If there was someone not going to church, like like out on a run or mowing their lawn, take him to church. He would no no you would <laughs> that would be the that would be the. The kind thing to do, but yeah. what he would do is he'd roll his window down, and he'd yell out of the window, "Go to church, you turkey!" Yeah. <laughs> so this is this segment is 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 my uh, is my go to churchy turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. I just t- you know talk about church. Really, it's not about yelling at people to go to church, but uh, talk about what what church is, what's happening in church. And so I'm I'm looking forward to that. There's so much perspective. When you live in a culture that has some Christian past, even I just got back from, say, Italy, where you see statues about religious themes and Christian stuff. Uh, But the essence, right, of the local community, a local family, even the way Jesus set up his kingdom through uh, these relational realities together in community on the ground is very important that hopefully we'll be able to speak to that in a fresh way. Another segment that uh, we'll be doing, there's a book in the Old Testament uh, called Ecclesiastes. It's a really one of the pure philosophical texts, if you will, in the Bible, and it's a, it's a wisdom part of the wisdom literature of the Old Testament. There's this phrase in Ecclesiastes uh, that that's simply under the sun, and under the sun simply means on this earth as it is, which is kind of a mixed reality: good, bad, some really messed up stuff going on, some beautiful things going on. And so we're going to take that phrase under the sun and do a little cultural commentary with it. So we're going to have a segment uh, called Ruts and Butts, because everybody loves getting a rut and slapping somebody on the butt. But Ruts simply means ridiculous things under the sun. And so we're just going to find some ridiculous things out there, uh, and we'll make some commentary on them. And certainly uh, that's not the whole story here. Not everything is ridiculous. Not everything is dark. Not everything is fully wrecked here uh, in the lost world under the sun. But there are beautiful things to be seen, whether that's in human creation, nature itself, or cultural realities. Uh, We'll look at some beautiful things under the sun. And then we're going to have two segments. We're going to kind of throw under the header heading verbal riffing, you know, guitar people out there, right? Guitar people, you know how to riff, get in there, jam it out a little bit. We're going to do that verbally. And Jesse, you want to tell us about those uh, two two segments there? Yeah. So we'll, we'll do something called in or out where one of us will throw some just, just things from the headlines, things that we're reading yep. about. Uh, we'll just, we'll just kind of lay it out there. And the other person will say, uh, I want to go in on that. I'm in on that. I'm in on that. And yep. then, and then we'll, then we'll go in on that. We'll riff on that. Uh, and if we just don't want to touch it... Yeah, we'll leave it alone. Just leave it alone. That's, yeah. We're out. I'm out on that. Uh, and then we'll have one that, that maybe has even less commentary, but less just commitment. cool and not cool. 
Yeah, you know, like if I were to ask you if ESPN was to re- remove Asian American commentary uh, uh, sportscaster Robert Lee from a UVA football game in Charlottesville, I, would I that say be not cool. cool. That's say not, not cool, cool, man. It's not cool, right? That's not cool. That guy should be calling that game, and uh, yeah, not cool. Not he, cool. He can't ESPN. be confused with uh, the. I, I don't think anyone is going to think yeah. he's yeah, Robert E. Lee. So either. So. Yeah. All right, our last segment that we're going to do is called Review-ish. Uh, and we're calling that uh, this for a reason. Uh, we love to read. We love books. We love audiobooks. We love blogs. We love podcasts. We love a lot of things in this world. And sometimes when you like something, you just got to share about it. And so to call this a review section would just be a high commitment, be a very high commitment. So if I asked Jesse to do a book review, he would probably get PhD-ish on me, probably start getting nervous and thinking he's got to publish something that's worthy of some uh, you know, journal of theological yeah, awesomeness society. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to review-ish some books. <laughs> we're going to review-ish some films, right? And we're going to review-ish some products perhaps that we like and enjoy over time. So we're not committed enough to be reviewers. But we're definitely committed enough to be. Yeah, lower your expectations. Review and we'll and we'll nail it. Review. Yeah, we'll help you. We hope to drop once a month at the end of the month, probably the last Friday ish, uh, Monday ish, following uh, for our issues. pretty yeah, a lot of issues. That's kind of when it's like your second or third job. You kind of have to be issues. But we we will be regular here on the Gospel Underground. We hopefully will te- take your feedback. Someday we may kind of throw a live video feed on Facebook or something. But we're gonna learn how to use the mics first. But uh, we do want your feedback. So if you have anything that you'd like to interact with, tell us how how wonderfully uh, brilliant our reviewish uh, segment was. Or if you got questions or issues you'd like to be brought up on the Gospel Underground, you can contact us at info at gospelunderground.org. So this is our little kickoff. Jesse, you excited, man? I'm excited. We're I'm excited. We're going to do it. We do have a special post-production audio editor we'd like to thank in advance, Kylie Monahan, the most fascinating 14-year-old that I know, our eighth-grade daughter. She's a wizard. Be, she's going to be doing it. She's yeah. got a little iPad. She's got Ferrite Pro. We might review-ish Ferrite Pro at some point. She's got Ferrite Pro out, and she's going to uh, put together all the little segments for us here. Uh, thank on you, Kylie. Yeah, thank you, Kylie. And everybody, shout out Kai at powerofchange.org. You send her some love. And then finally, I want to give my thanks to Amy Stroop, Trent Dads of Sugar in the High Lows, and Secret Road Music Publishing for allowing us to license and use the song See It For Yourself, our theme song, as you can hear. As always, The Gospel Underground is a joint production of Power of Change and the Bonhoeffer House. We exist in the borderlands, so we hope to see you there. Peace. <laughs>